0: Is disturbing. Believe it.
1: Okay. What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 176 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name's Cody Armour. I'm here with Joe Morgan.
2: Gadzooks.
1: And Shelly Walter. Scoostag. Today, we're geeking out about Tesla becoming the most expensive gaming console, for real. Pixar's newest film and the Russo Bros next projects. But first, special shout-outs to our Patreons at patreon.com slash geeksundergrace. Specifically, Brian Struther, Jordan Garner, Casey Cobble, Jason Wilkerson, Sam Watson, David Corey, Unchained Spirit, Hannah Bacon, The Mouse Potatoes, Dan Alo, Trey Braban, and Peter Tallow, as well as everyone else who gives at patreon.com slash geeksundergrace. We appreciate you all so, so much. Those names specifically, um, they pay for for a shout-out, and we... We love them. As podcasters, I feel like maybe a little bit more than everyone else, but not not really. I, everyone's awesome. <laughs> you have a special place in my heart because I get to say your name every single week, and it's great. <laughs> you guys been playing any video games this week? Joe, usually yeah.
2: something. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, you can go
3: first, Joe. I also have a lot. Okay.
2: So my review's now live for it. Uh, actually, by the time that this podcast goes up, my review will be live. Uh, a Plague Tale Innocence. I played through Ooh. that on air. How long which brings is that me, uh, uh, It took me 13, 14 hours maybe. Oh, okay. Uh, that reminds me of something that I've been doing for a couple of weeks, but I haven't been on the podcast since. I'm back to live streaming. Yeah. Yeah. My brother moved out of the house, and I thought, well, that seems like a good time to try to get back on air. So, Joe Knoweth Games on, on Twitch. Uh, mm mm-hmm. Last night, me and Barra and LJ got together and played Dauntless and streamed on both channels simultaneously, so... That's cool. <laughs> it was a good time. Awesome. Um, yeah, I'd appreciate anybody that wants to pop by and hang out for a little while when I go up. When do you usually do so? Uh, later in the evening, starting e- between like 6 and 8 p.m. Central. Okay. So Cool. Um, and then Dauntless, like I said, Dauntless is the other one I've been playing a lot of. I'm a level 19 on Dauntless now. So, is the only other person I know that's played as much as me, and she's probably <laughs> played more than me. She talks about a lot. Do you like it, it more <laughs> than Monster Hunter? What's that? Do you like it more than Monster Hunter? Is it fair to compare it to Monster Hunter? Monster Hunter's the exact closest thing you could compare it to. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally, <sighs> pros and cons of each. I like Monster Hunter more for the hardcore, but, but okay. that's the thing. Dauntless is designed to be a lower bar of entry, a lot easier get in, get out. Cool. Um, Makes sense. And so, yeah, all you got to do, you know, with Monster Hunter, you're tracking the monster around these big environments. You've got to worry about setting traps, and you can mount the monsters and all this kind of stuff. With Dauntless, monsters have an element, and so you gear up to counter their element, and then you all just go in, learn kind of their attack patterns and their tails so that you can dodge out of the way and work on beating the monster up. Then you go make armor out of it and keep going. Cool. Yeah, it's it's a very simple version. But it's free, and this is the first game that I've seen, like I can fire up a queue, jump in a hunt on PC, and see PlayStation 4 and Xbox One players right in there with me.
3: That's awesome. It's pretty cool. Hmm.
2: Uh, and then last night I started playing Outer Wilds. I'm going to be reviewing that for Geeks Under Grace. That is okay. a weird game. W- why? Okay, so here's the deal. It's kind <laughs> of roguelike and I didn't know what I was getting myself into when I got when I got it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of roguelike. The entire y- you uh, you can control a spaceship, you can get out of the spaceship, fly around the galaxy get out and explore planets but the universe resets itself on a time loop Hmm. and so you fly to wherever you explore that planet and then something's going to cause you to die or something and it's going to reset the galaxy but you take that knowledge with you going forward what is this like a 3d game i'm thinking of like yeah it's 3d no man's sky ish it feels very no man's sky that's a good comparison you're not building anything but the way that you jump in, you jump in a, a, a spaceship, take off the planet, fly to another yeah. planet, land on that planet. Yeah. Is it procedurally generated? No. Okay. There is That's a cool. concrete galaxy, and that concrete galaxy, I mean, like, I landed on one planet, and it, over the course of 20 minutes, that planet completely morphed. The one cave I went inside of morphed so that it filled up with sand and killed me, and then I respawned. Oh wow! Okay, and and the whole universe reset itself, but my progress saved things in the universe kept going forward with me. Hmm. So you're kind okay. of trying to unravel the mystery of this universe, twenty or thirty minutes at a time.
3: That's so cool! Sounds, I like that. Yeah, concept. it sounds really cool. And the art style I looks hated
2: awesome. I Majora Mask because of like the time trial esque of it. I like makes me anxious. If it I had cool. known that that's what this was. I would not have volunteered <laughs> to review it because I've I've avoided Majora's Mask for the same reason. Mm-hmm. I didn't play through uh, that zombie game, that zombie franchise that came out years ago, for the same reason. Uh, Dead Rising, yeah, uh, okay. like I don't play through those because I know they're gonna kill me and make me start over.
1: Yeah, like that time trial. I'm okay with time trials within a game, but when that's like the main mechanic of the game, like it freaks me out. I played Majora's Mask play with a walkthrough.
2: Does, I've a, never played does Pikmin. Pikmin
3: have that? Oh yeah. At least the first Pikmin. You really I mean you have a certain number of days before you run out of oxygen and you die. So you have to get your ship oh, up, I did not up know that. Yeah. I've never kicked Pikmin, n- Pikmin two and three are way more forgiving. It's um let's see, Pikmin two, I think you're collecting treasures, so there's a certain amount of treasures you definitely want to collect. Um you but run out of it's oxygen. just kind of a bad ish ending. If you don't get those, I believe. And then Pikmin 3, you're trying to collect food, but it's really easy to collect, to collect enough food. Um, but yeah, Pikmin 1 is pretty brutal. Cause if it you seems get a so bad unlike ending, Nintendo
1: to be like, you will stop breathing.
3: No, yeah, he just dies. He turns into <laughs> a Pikmin if you fail.
1: Oh, he turns into a Pikmin.
3: Yeah, they plant and The little Pikmin plant him because okay. he dies and he grows a leaf on his head. That sounds like Nintendo. Yep. <laughs> Pikmin is rough. That, I, I'm just saying, I haven't played any of those games for those some reasons, but I have played Pikmin, and I know yeah. I don't like that concept because I played that game. Oh. I played his
1: Mask with a walkthrough just so that I could experience it, because I didn't yeah. really actually want to try to figure out where stuff was. Cause I would have I been so mad if I would have got super far into a game, and then it would be like, oh, now
2: you have to go back, because you didn't do it fast enough. Hmm. Man. So that's... That's what I've been playing this week. That's that's it. Well, how about you, Shelley?
3: Yeah, I've been doing quite a bit, which has been fun. So I have played some more Digimon Cyber Sleuth, but I kind of stopped playing because I made a lot of progress and I trusted myself too much with my saving and I actually didn't save. And so I lost a lot of progress. If you've ever seen me yep. stream, if you're watching me stream in a game where you can manually save, I save constantly. And that's a game where I also street, like save constantly. But then there was a time where I'm like, you know what? No, let's get more progress. We're going to be fine. The one time. The one time. <laughs> I hit restart and I realized I lost. The so like, that's no! not a ton of progress. Like I could totally redo it just fine. I still want to beat that game, but it definitely crushed my spirits a little bit. I finished Katamari Damacy. Uh, I don't think I'm saying that right, but whatever. Katamari. I think that is that's
2: how I've always heard it pronounced. Okay,
3: cool. Um, yeah, I finished that game. I really liked that game. Um, so I was kind of trying to go back to see if I could make my stars bigger, blah, 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 make some comments. Cause if you do things fast enough so you can make comments. So I have like two of those, two or three. So mm-hmm. anyway, I don't know. That game's fun. I also caved and bought Katana Zero on Switch cause it was on sale. Yes. And I knew I wanted <laughs> it anyway. So I saw it was on sale. I'm like, you know what? Let's get it. Screw it. Um, so I've been playing that a lot and it's been really fun. Yeah. It's actually so like, I, I heard people say, oh yeah, the story's actually really good. But most of what I've heard is from like the gameplay aspect. I, I do enjoy the gameplay aspect. I think that's cool, but actually it is the story and characterizations that's keeping me playing that game. It's all know, the interesting cool. things that's happening. I really like that. And I'll, I'll talk about it more later when we talk about TV, but I've also been watching Steinscape. Which if you don't know what Gate is, that's also about time and the trippiness, I, the trippiness, the trippiness of time. There are um, games
2: based on that too, I think. Um,
3: I think the visual novel actually came out first. Oh,
2: I'm not, okay. That I'm makes not sense. Sorry. Okay.
3: And I haven't played the visual novel. I've only the sorry, watched the anime. But just the fact that I've been playing Catana Zero and watching Gate kind of at the same time is like, oh man, time is so interesting. Ooh. Um I also started playing Shadow Mordor for streaming on Tuesday nights because I finished Grim, Grim Fandago. Okay. Great game, but man, that that thing is hard. Um, but yeah, Shadow Mordor has been really interesting. Uh, I've been, I enjoyed the two hours I played last week, so I'm going to be playing more this week for sure. I guess it's probably a pretty long game, so I don't know if I'll keep playing it on the stream forever until I finish it. But as far as I'm aware, I'm just going to keep playing it. But, yeah, so that's really cool. Glad I'm finally nice. playing that game after so long. Um, cool. and then I have some just cool short stories from my D&D campaigns because they both had their finales this weekend.
0: Okay. But,
3: um, mostly I'll talk about one just because it was <laughs> really... Okay, they're both interesting in their own ways, but I'll just tell one story. Um, so my character is a Asmar paladin. Uh, Asmar is a unique race that's essentially, like, supposed to be related to, like, a deity or angel or something. Like, they're supposed to have some sort of, like, holy blood in them or something. Um, you said way, it's
2: an ASMR?
3: Uh, I think it's A-A-S-I-M-A-R. I Do think they whisper a lot? No. <laughs> <laughs> <I> don't. <laughs>
2: Somebody out there is going to get that joke. Well. Okay. <laughs> is it? Um, so it's an official race.
3: It is, yeah. Okay. It is an official cool. race. It's just not a lot of, I don't know how many. What
1: language does it speak?
3: Uh, Regular, Usually. but also celestial, I think. I think it can also okay. speak celestial. Something like that. At least my character. Either way, it doesn't really matter that much, but in how that <laughs> race worked in the world of the campaign I was playing was that um, you weren't actually born with, you know, being related to an angel or anything like that, but you can go on this pilgrimage to a special holy place and basically ask to, like, be connected with a deity and then you become an Asmar. So that's what happened with my character. She was a paladin, so she already has holy powers. Um, Okay. But she went to this like one place but and she kept hearing voices that's one thing with asmar is that you can sort of talk to some sort of angel of that deity so i was talking supposedly to the deity that she was worshiping um his name was aaron so it's like the church of aaron blah 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 so pretty much this entire campaign which has lasted um since september I've been hearing, uh, my DM will like message me saying, okay, this is what he's telling you now. This is how he's reacting to this thing. And he's telling you to do this. And I'll be like, okay, cool. My paladin self is going to listen to what he says because I'm a good paladin and I do what my deity wants me to do. Um, And then it turns out (laughs) during the finale, it wasn't actually the deity. It was a crazy follower of the deity who died a long time ago, but apparently didn't die. And took over her body, oh. and she started attacking the whole party, which was really funny, because she, uh, was definitely the strongest as a paladin, and all the other people are, like, very squishy, um, magic users, instead of, like, a tank, <laughs> like a paladin's like a freaking tank, and, right. um... So there and I also got a bunch of magical items like just as a party we got a bunch of magical items and usually we distribute it among ourselves but a lot of them just made sense for my character to have. So all of a sudden I had a bunch of uh, (laughs) anti-magic items and armor and things Um, so they are finding it. So basically yeah my DM took control of my character um, because this fake deity was trying to take over her body. And I basically That's crazy. was put into this other place. So my DM was like, okay, Shelly, now this is what she actually sees. Like, you don't see where you are now. And I'm like, okay. So I basically had to fight the thing that was inside my head um, in the space realm. Um, it was just really cool. I did not That's such a expect... crazy twist. It was because we were basically... <laughs> this entire campaign's been leading up to getting rid of corrupt priests, in this church and all of us were thinking okay this seems a little too cut and dry what's gonna happen to that there's got to be some sort of plot twist because every D D campaign has some sort of juicy plot twist but none of us expected my own character to almost kill my my party <laughs> so it was it was super dramatic and so i thought i would share that <laughs> with the with the crew
2: yeah that yeah. was like eight cans of crazy right there
3: yeah it was super fun for me to watch but i also felt kind of bad because my character was just really strong and all these wizards and freaking druids and clerics are trying to do spells on me i'm a paladin and paladins have crazy saves spe- um like saving throws okay plus she had a ring of protection so she gets even better saving throws so they just like couldn't touch her it was crazy um yeah anyway that was very, very fun. I <laughs> for those happen... who don't know
1: what a saving throw is. Oh, yeah. Basically, you roll to see if something will pass. And a defense, usually. Yeah. For a saving yeah. throw, correct? And so, then you usually have a plus or minus to that roll. Um, in, in most cases, if it's above 10, then you pass.
3: Yeah, it depends. Um, So, like, yeah. yeah, just for example, if a enemy is firing an energy laser at you, your DM might say, hey, make a deck save to try to dodge it. Or something like that. Or
1: dexterity is like one of the stats you have.
3: Yeah. Or like make a constitution save if you drank something that accidentally had poison or something right. like that. But but a lot of spells are like, hey, make a wisdom saving throw, make a make a constitution saving throw. And she's like, Nope. Too good for that. So <laughs> I've been thinking about making a campaign of some sorts eventually. I've never DM'd before. But I'm thinking about it, but anyway, that's, that's enough of that. Cody, what have you been playing?
1: <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I definitely was like, I haven't played anything besides Apex. <laughs> so I went and found something. I'm surprised you're
3: still playing that.
1: Yeah. I've kind of died off of it a little bit. Um, I've actually, I'll talk about it a little bit later. I've actually been watching Vikings more than I've been doing literally anything else. <laughs>
3: nice (laughs) uh
1: but i was like i gotta find something so i went to the nintendo switch store and looked for demos and i found the kirby star allies demo so i'm playing a little bit of that and that's a lot of fun reminds me of the n64 kirby which is the last kirby that i've played oh Uh, i'm kind of bummed that they're like go get these friends and then they have powers because the n64 one you had two different things that you could swallow up and get powers to and it would kind of fuse them together and they're doing that in a different way with these allies And i'm like well that's kind of lame i want to be able to like have the two powers myself and then the friends do something that's added on and not just rehashing the same concept in a different way Mm -hmm. uh it was very easy i know that was a complaint for people before is that your allies will actually like kind of do it for you and that's definitely the case which is kind of (laughs) lame
3: Unfortunately. Yeah, I think I played that demo as well and that was my experience, which upset me because I've been Kirby and the Amazing Mirror was one of my favorite games from the Game Boy, and I've been wanting a good Kirby game since. And I yeah. haven't found it.
1: <laughs> it looks very Kirby. It was, it was very cool cute. to like Yeah. I it was really fun to like as someone who I like the N sixty four one. I can't remember what it's called anymore. Probably just Kirby sixty four.
3: It might have been uh Something. Was that one Return the Dreamland, or was that the Crystal, the Crystal Shard, Crystal something? I don't remember. I think it's the Shard one because yeah, Crystal planets. Shard, something like that. Yeah. I don't remember.
1: That's the last one I played. It's been a while. Kirby's great though. Crystal Shards was on six in sixty four. It's one where you could you could get two different, so you would suck in two different enemies, and then, uh, you would then get their different abilities, and they would kind of fuse into one ability for you. So that's you could, like, cool. do a sword and then get someone who has firepower. Then you'd have a flaming sword. Yeah. Like, I think I, some like of games
3: have that, but I'm sure that's the one that started it. Because that was way really long time yeah. ago. Yeah.
1: Now, like, I got a sword in this game. And then I got an ally who's fire breathing. And so then I just held my sword up. Which is super on-the-nose Zelda, which was a lot of fun. He's even wearing a little, little green cap. And I was like, that's mm-hmm. great. Uh, but he holds a sword up and then the fire ally lights it aflame for you so it's like the same concept and you're not really adding you're just rehashing Hmm. Uh, but yeah that's it that's all I've been playing cool what's going on in the gaming world up in the E3 Joe you're muted
2: Uh, we got a lot going on stay with me (laughs) (laughs) alright the the Google Stadia's Stadias. All them stadias. (laughs) That's more than one stadium. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Don't go anywhere. Stadia.
3: I don't like that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so they got news coming out tomorrow as the time, that if you're listening to this when the podcast goes live. So Thursday, the week before E3, and they've said that they are going to announce the date that it releases and the cost. How much the cost will be? For, I mean, I would think if you've got a computer, it's free.
1: Hmm. Okay. Because
2: like it's a software, free right?
3: Or free.
2: well, so <laughs> do we know it's a software or is it a console still? I mean, the Google tested this through Chrome last year. Yeah. So we know that it works on Chrome. Okay. It can't be free
1: because then the game publishers wouldn't right, make so money. Right. So
2: the the question at that point becomes: Is it going to be a monthly membership? Is it going to be yeah. pay per game like you do now? Hmm. Is it going to be a combination of those? In which case, they can just go eat eggs off the coast of Venezuela. I don't care.
3: Oh wow, that's a new one.
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I if it's monthly, I could see it being monthly. Um, that for somebody who has. Not a great p c could be uh like a way to play games,
2: yeah, yeah, if you have a great computer uh uh internet yeah i mean i I've, I've got pretty good internet, I think they said you need at least thirty megabits down i my down's fine, I don't know about my up, oh okay, I don't know what they need for the up, but
1: I've got like two hundred down
2: at my house. you're probably fine, yeah, <laughs> I should yeah. be okay <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Cody, you're going to be able to play new stuff then. Probably. Yeah. Monthly the depending is, on how much it is. Right. So if it's that's, 50 that's month,
1: $6 a month, I'm like, "Nah, eh, I'll just not yeah. play games."
2: <laughs> or if they're going to charge like $60 a game, you right. won't get any benefit. You might as well just get your Xbox one. I would be
1: willing to play it pay, you know, 20 or 30 bucks a month. From doing $30 a month and that's half the price of a game to play, hopefully, a library of game if, Right, of full games. library
2: access if you do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then also coming out later this week, Thursday, Nintendo's doing a Sword and Shield Direct for Ni- for Pokemon Sword and Shield.
1: Yeah. We should cool probably one. mention,
2: we won't probably cover
1: what comes out during these events, because E3 will happen right after. We don't usually have a podcast during E3, because as a gamer it's a very important
2: holiday for all of us it's it's like a week of celebration <laughs> yeah, yeah it's
3: awesome we're getting so we'll old testament e3. up in here <laughs> oh <my gosh>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we will be watching e3 and not podcasting correct um, that's just usually how we do yeah at some point i would like to have like an e3 Geese grace event thing but i mean i watch other channels so i don't know if anyone else would want to watch yeah we'll see At some point, that would be great. It's not going to be this year. This year, I'm going to be watching E3 on my PS4.
3: Yep. But yeah, Soren Shield Direct. I was just going to say a lot of my friends have sort of theorized for that direct specifically that that's when they're going to release the next Smash DLC character. That it be. Why would they do that? A Pokemon from this generation.
2: I don't think that's a good idea.
3: I don't
2: like <laughs> you know, it. You have the
1: last three Pokemon they've released, which I'm with you. I'm not saying, but that's just you, Joe. But
2: <laughs> I, mean... I mean, give me the information on Sword and Shield. I do want Sword and Shield on my Switch. Yes. Mm-hmm. I do on not that. want another Pokemon fighter in Smash Brothers.
1: No. Yeah. I just If you want that, go play that stadium game. Pokemon, Pokemon Tournament.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah
1: i mean <laughs> oh, i just yeah. know that for
3: for smash 4 a lot of their dlc characters were just advertisements for new games coming out like right. definitely corin um yeah i think bayonetta would count in that as well yeah but and, and even joker right like joker there is not not persona 5 itself but a persona 5 like game coming to the switch yeah the moose so, style game yeah what so, would be I just, cool uh,
1: Is it do a Pokemon Trainer and then have it be a different skin for the Pokemon? Because it's it's all separate Pokemon, right? They don't do the Pokemon Trainer anymore.
3: They do Pokemon Trainer.
1: It is Pokemon Trainer? Everyone is here, Cody. Oh, yeah. Okay. So do this Pokemon Trainer and do all three of these starters and then um, just reskin everything. It would be really hard to do, but that would be kind of cool. That would be a lot, but
3: that would be crazy. Yeah. Um,
1: Because, I mean, the moves just have to look. Like, they don't have to... You don't have that—that that water Pokemon be the Blastoise or whatever, be the Squirtle. You could just—it'd be cool. You could do yeah. that.
3: Yeah, maybe. It's totally possible. Maybe. Not gonna happen, mm. but that would. be fun. No, I don't think so. But, but it'd be great if they don't release it then, because then they are definitely releasing it during E3. So. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Can so
2: we'll know a Kazooie? lot in the next week. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Also, another news: uh, Modern Warfare. Is coming out. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Didn't yep, that game you heard that right. already I like, come what? out? <laughs> yeah. Yep, 2007. <laughs> I
3: didn't think it was that long ago, really.
2: <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure that's when it came out. I think so. It came out the year that I graduated college.
3: Okay, then it was that long ago.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so is it just... Is it an HD remaster or is it a No, whole new because
2: game? they HD remastered it last year or two years ago. Oh, oh.
3: that's right. I do remember that. Yeah, so this okay. is
2: a... Gonna be a complete ground up rework. They're just mm-hmm. remol- it's a remake, wow. dude. If it's anything close to the if if it if they are deeming it worthy of the modern warfare name, mm-hmm. I think that they they know they've got something special. Mm-hmm. Okay. a lot of people are so sick of hearing the Call of Duty, but I review these games every year and I love them. Yeah, there there have been some definite poo poo bombs, but <laughs> I, I I really like Call of Duty. And, and I'm looking forward to another good campaign. Now, they have said this one will have no zombies. They have not said anything about the Blackout mode, though. So I'm hoping Blackout will come over. Because I still have a good time with Blackout on, on Black yeah. Ops 4. But um, okay. moving on. Here's the real weird stuff. Uh, Tesla is now the going to be the world's most expensive game console. <laughs> Like it's th- going to have a it's bunch of like- different games, or? uh, Well, Cuphead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could play Pac-Man on it, too. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's definitely in there.
1: That's weird. I thought... I guess
2: if you're not driving the car, you got to be doing something. I going to say, something.
3: I thought we were trying to discourage distractions while driving, so what is this? You don't this? drive it.
2: They're going to say you have to... You. I don't know. I would guess that they would enforce that you have to have the car in park. Are they going to come yeah, with a controller?
3: Cause... Like, how does that work?
2: It would I not surprise it's... me at all if that car has USB ports.
3: Oh, my gosh. It doesn't and doesn't they... PS4 controllers
2: or Xbox controllers. I was going to say, they do firmware updates for that car over the air.
3: <sighs> Tesla's so extra. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I mean, they are self... I mean, not all of them, but a lot
1: of them are self-driving cars. I don't think every single one of them is. Most uh, aren't. Especially if you get older... Is, but yeah, if you get older, uh, models definitely not. Yeah. But the self-driving cars, you're supposed to be still like paying attention to the road. Yeah. Because you might have to grab the wheel at any point. Yep. Um, so I would get, assume you can't play it while driving, but I don't know.
3: That's just it's a very intense. I can kind of understand Pac-Man. It's like solitaire. It's like that's just something that may come on. Like, like you're, you're going to need to tablet park. or your phone if you're bored. Yeah, like you're going to have to park
2: and wait on somebody in a parking lot for ten minutes. Let's play pack Cuphead.
3: Thing. That's just you have to put so much energy into that game.
2: It's such a random game too. Not Pac-Man. Not,
3: not solid. but that's just so weird.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Why Cuphead?
3: I was going to say, whose idea is this? Is it freaking Elon Musk? Did he? Come up he with a brilliant it, idea. He got
1: really excited. He was like, "This needs to be about car, dude. I wouldn't. <laughs> this be needs to be in everyone's car.
3: He's crazy. <laughs>
1: I'm just excited know. for Tesla exclusives.
3: No, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I swear to heck. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: final big part of the news: Cadence of Hyrule, which is do, the Necro do. Dancer game do, 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 do. mixed with Zelda. Yeah. Coming do, 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 out do, do, do. in June. I think they said it would be the near the end of June, the back half of June. That's cool. June twentieth, if I'm not mistaken. Awesome. That game looks fun.
3: Yeah, I played a little bit of that game. Not, I mean, obviously, uh, the original game, the NecroDancer. Yeah. What's it called? Yeah. Crypt ne- I I actually was really bad at it and kind of gave up. But I might pick this up anyway because Zelda.
2: You have to act on the beat, right? Yeah. You know, it depends on the character you're playing as. Oh. Okay. They're, they're like 10 different characters. With Cadence, you you do need to act on the beat. If you're the bard character, it plays just like a regular old turn-based roguelike. Okay. So. Yeah, de- I just, it depends.
1: Looking at it, it reminds me of Link to the Past, obviously, the art style. But there are things in Link to the Past where when you move, they move closer to you. Right. And I was real bad at that as a kid. So, I just feel like this game yeah. is I mean,
2: that. Crypt of with the Necrodancer music. had its own dance pads, like DDR pads, for you to play with. That would be fun. So
0: Hmm. Cool. Yep.
2: Yeah. Well, that's it for gaming news this week. Uh, getting right. into the pull list, we've got uh, just a few notable releases this week. Warhammer Chaos Bane, which we have a preview of up on the site. And I know nice. we have somebody working on the review it comes out this week it's a diablo style game set in like the classic warhammer world the fantasy version okay and it looks super cool i've been watching a couple of christian streamers uh play the early access version that they got man it, it is a cool looking diablo clone so okay um a notable one for jrpg fans the Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel 2 comes out this week. Uh, that's notable because Trails of one, Cold Steel 1 came out a f- couple months ago. This is 2, and NIS America is releasing Trails of Cold Steel 3 this fall. Holy cow. And oh, so they're coming bang, out bang, quick. bang. Well, so they've been out on PC over here for a long time, but yeah, they're just now... They were PS3 okay. games. Got it. Yeah, so that's right. So 1 and 2 okay. got remastered and brought up to, to this standard. And now PS3, this will, or uh, I'm sorry, Trails of Cold Steel 3, this will be the first time it's released stateside, I think.
0: That's cool. Okay. Yeah. So,
2: that yeah. Hmm. And it is a critically lauded series, so if you're a JRPG fan, these these are ones you definitely would want to consider. Uh, and then finally, talking about JRPGs, if you got a yeah. PC, not a Switch, and you wanted to play Octopath Traveler, it should be on Steam this week. But if you have a switch, play it on switch. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I put a hundred hours into it on switch.
1: Yeah, it's great to take that game with you places. Yeah. I am really curious the the mod community if there will be one at all for this game. Uh, Is, it just Would Nintendo? Some really cool
2: I guess it's Square Enix. It's not Nintendo.
1: Right.
3: Right. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. It might have a
1: Nintendo. Yeah, I can't. I can't imagine Nintendo having their name on anything PC yet.
2: Yeah. Well, that's it for releases this week for video games. Cool.
1: Have you guys seen any movies?
2: I have actually.
1: Oh, I think I've seen the same movie. Yep. Yeah, Shelly, did you watch Godzilla King of
3: Monsters? No, I I think I do want to watch it eventually, but probably not in theaters.
1: Well, you should watch it in theaters because it's doing real bad right now. Wait, Is really? it really? Man, yeah, it was box fun. office numbers wise, it yeah, it was a really good. Watch.
3: I, Wait, I have yeah, a friend think, who's super into Kaiju movies, so I may see it with him.
2: Yeah, go! It, it is a fun movie, and if if you can name a big monster out of the out of the Godzilla universe, it's probably in this movie at some point. That's yeah. awesome. The yeah, trailer look like,
3: pretty neat. So I just yeah. I haven't seen the I first think Godzilla.
1: Its biggest issue is its predecessor, that first Godzilla movie where Godzilla only had fifteen minutes of screen time.
0: Um, hmm. It was real
1: I'm, bad. I've not seen that. Okay, that it, You don't funny. need to. Yeah. Literally, to know. <laughs> okay. So, like, the very beginning of this movie, uh, this movie takes place right after the first one, uh, which was cool to see, but other than that, you really don't need any context if you know what Godzilla is. Uh, and then the first one, like I said, Godzilla literally only got 15 minutes of screen time in his own movie, and it was much more about, like, the human Here's interactions. Or around it
2: Yeah. His so far in this universe. Hmm. I, I was it, it was, I think, in, in this movie. But I was thinking maybe it's the one that came out in like 98. They referred to Godzilla as a female. Yeah, she has I don't a know.
1: big spoiler for the very old Hollywood movie yeah. where it's a T-Rex looking thing. And then I believe in the Godzilla animated thing on Netflix, uh, which I recommend at least the first two. That third one was really boring. Um, I think it's a she
2: in that as well. But it's oh. fun if you just want to watch gargantuan and Monsters Clash. Yeah. It is a fun movie. Perfect. Ghidorah looks awesome. Yeah. 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 I, don't, I don't want to announce. I don't know what all is known. LJ,
3: cut that because trailer.
2: someone might be bad. Is okay, Ghidorah in the it, trailer? I think Ghidorah is in the, the trailer. trailer. That's
3: like the big thing that they show in the trailer, right? I think so. That's, it's that three heads. Yeah, no, for sure. That's not a new thing. I was okay. going to say. Cool, cool. like.
1: I was like, I don't remember if that was a issue or not.
3: Yeah, and that's been a thing for a while too. I mean, my again, this friend I talked about who's obsessed with kaiju movies, he has classic Japanese posters of really, really old Godzilla movies, and there's one with freaking Godzilla and and that thing, um, wrestling, and it looks super cool. Um, yeah. So it's I but love, love the way they the closing come credits.
2: Away. There is a post credit scene, by the way. Oh. Yes.
3: It's part of part of the MCU now.
2: And well, <laughs> Kong had it on credit scene, too.
3: Oh, okay. And so I mean, that's true. It's, it is yeah. its own cinematic universe, so I guess that does make sense.
2: Yeah. I love... Uh, did you notice what song they play at the end of it, it during the credit scene? Uh-uh. Go, go, Godzilla! Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That
1: movie... So, a couple things that I'll say is I think that if you like the old classic lore, you'll really appreciate what they've done to the monsters because they still look... Like those old monsters, um, although made a little bit more realistic, obviously, which is really cool to see. Uh, and then that was my good thing. I think that, that like that was awesome to see just the reimaginings of them. The thing that I will say about the human interactions is there are two events, two scenes, I guess, in the movie that are super tropey. And like the first one was like eh, okay, and then the second one you're like. All right, like it's so uncreative as far as um, just the human
2: storylines go. Oh,
1: but I definitely wasn't watching this movie for the human storylines. Yeah,
2: yeah, I kind of saw it coming. Yeah, there were just little things. You're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, you're like yeah. that's like every movie like this ever. But that's uh, fine. I wasn't really going for the story. I was going to watch giant monsters fight. Yeah, I'm. And you stubs. get that
1: for kong versus godzilla or godzilla versus kong i guess is what it is yeah uh after this i'm really excited to see kong is going to have to be a little bit beefier than the last time we saw him if he's gonna go toe-to-toe with this godzilla stoked yeah it's awesome we need a mecha godzilla that's got to be coming down the line
3: yeah well yeah, uh, yeah, yeah that'd be pretty cool
1: i'm i'm excited they definitely set this up to be more than Kong vs. Godzilla. I think as long as Kong vs. Godzilla does well enough, uh, we'll probably see a few of these movies yeah, in the future. Did you guys watch any other movies? Uh,
3: that was it for me this week. I honestly, I, I watched Tangled. I mean, that's not a new movie, but I watched it. I think, I don't know, watching it again just reminds me of how tricky Disney is and how well they create their characters just watching the uh what's her name? The bad the Lady Gothic? Lady I think that's her name. She's like Tang uh Rapunzel's mom but not Mom in that movie. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Newsflash she's the villain. That's not a <laughs> spoiler because it's revealed in the first like minute of the movie. Um yeah. okay. I, just watching her, like, interactions with Rapunzel, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's such a good villain, because I hate her so much. Like, I think the first, like, couple of times I watched a movie, I just, you know, sat back and watched it for Zachary Levi and Rapunzel running around, like, which is still great, but, like, I don't know why. This this time watching through, I was, like, really paying attention to what she was doing. I was like, man, Disney's really good at this sort of thing. So, <laughs> that's, that's all. Nothing new there, though. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, from there we got get into. Yeah, we I was gonna say get into uh, Disney stuff, but I mean, yeah, more I don't. Is Disney. Pixar still Disney?
3: Well, okay. Here we can. It is Disney, so we actually all of our stuff. Well, almost all of our stuff. Not quite all of our stuff. Actually, two things are Disney related. So let's talk about those Shelley things. Will figure it out. Yeah. So the big thing um, is the Onward trailer. It's it is more of a teaser. That yeah. movie is the one with Chris Pratt um, and Spider Man. So so I mean and Spider Man. I don't know why he's, he's just freaking Spider Man. Star Lord and, and, Tom yes, exactly. and Tom Holland. Yes, exactly. Star Lord and Tom um, Holland. That was awesome. Yeah. So they're the big two names. They're brothers. They're Elf brothers who I guess are trying it to looks so good. find magic left in this fantasy realm, but it's all modern technology. It looks like, again, a very Disney version of, what was it, Bright? Was that that new Netflix movie? Where they oh. like tried to take that idea and they made <sighs> will something. Will
1: Smith. LJ will know.
3: I think it was Bright. Will
1: Smith, fantasy movie. Uh, Bright.
3: Yeah, yeah. that's what I thought.
1: Or Blight?
3: Yeah, no, it's Bright.
1: Bright, like okay. Light
3: Um, because I know that movie definitely was trying to go for a certain aesthetic and of you know gritty but um, modern fantasy and this is not gritty but also modern fantasy it's basically Zootopia that's what it looks like it looks like Zootopia I'm okay (laughs) with it because I love Zootopia but also is, is Zootopia so I don't know. I'd love to see more. There's barely anything right now. Again, it's just that teaser, but it looks very good because Disney Pixar is amazing. Everything they do is amazing, except for maybe the good dinosaur, but that's another story. Um, Yeah. So that's very exciting. I think if you haven't seen it, go watch that teaser. It's very fun. It's very cute. Gives you a good bite size of what that world is looks like that they're navigating so yeah cool yeah um all right let's i'll just mention the other disney thing while we're on the topic there's also a teaser for another teaser for lion king it just sort of showcases um nala or beyonce as nala which i i love beyonce um, I'm fine with her being Nala. I'm just not fine with this movie in general. It still looks boring as heck. I'm literally the only one if excited you, with this movie. If you look at this Caesar and look at their faces, they don't change. You don't know what's happening because I just.
1: Because they look like animals. It's
3: boring as heck. It's boring as heck. <laughs> That's what it looks like to me.
1: I'm so excited. <sighs> Sorry, I felt I maybe just, they'll have more facial I just had when rind. they're like reacting to things cuz right now we've just kind of seen them staring.
3: I know that but but do Except we know if Puba. they're staring? Do we know if they're supposed to be looking some sort of way? You know what I mean?
1: I'm,
3: Even Toronto and Puma scary. look boring. They don't sound boring, but they look boring. You know what I mean? <laughs> like when they're saying things, I'm like I I mean you're trying to sound funny, but it doesn't match up with what you look like, <laughs> so I don't know what to do about that.
1: I'm so excited. I'll be excited. I'm for glad you're reason. excited.
3: I'm glad this brings joy to your life. Um. Joe
2: would burn this if he could. Marie Kondo. What? Somet- sometimes you just got to get rid of it all. Okay.
1: <laughs> Hakuna Matata is what
3: I know, Joe. <laughs> Gosh. <sighs> That's... Inevitable, and I'm and I'm upset, but whatever. If you are excited, let us know. Watch that teaser. Let us know what you think. Okay. Uh, besides <laughs> that, some more non-Disney related things.
2: Kakuna uh, we got, potato. Oh
3: gosh. <laughs> we got a trailer for Terminator Kakuna Dark Fate. Retarded. The really interesting thing about this movie is that it takes place after the second Terminator. It kind of ignores or erases all the other ones lame what about all those people that have
1: invested time into those movies i
3: mean were they good movies
1: the last one had arnold schwarzenegger versus himself and i thought that was the coolest thing ever well, Kobe, until everyone started doing that you also
3: like lion king so that's true <laughs> well that's lion also king. original
1: yeah, lion can't be great, trusted yeah also the only thing i remember from that movie and it's like in the first 15 minutes so
3: that probably I means it's not <laughs> I a good movie know. then if you don't remember any of it after that <laughs> Yeah, um, that's fair. But either way, I'm not super into Terminator. I didn't really grow up with Terminator, but I'm assuming this is going to be really exciting for a lot of people. So, yeah. Yeah. Definitely go see that if you haven't. And finally, we are getting another Indiana Jones movie, probably. I guess there's still room for it to not happen, but oh, Indiana I saw another Jones movie. 5. I'll wait. Huh?
1: I saw another movie. I just remembered. I'll bring it up after the movies.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's probably going to start filming next year, 2020, to release around 2021. (sighs) I don't know. And it better be
1: Harrison Ford because no one else can be Indiana Jones.
3: Yeah, actually, though, he doesn't want anyone else to act him. So if this movie doesn't happen, or or if this is the last movie, like that's it, you know? Like they're getting (laughs) rid of him.
1: Or. He's not in charge if he's dead. Like, <laughs> someone could be like, I've got the rights to this. I don't know. I don't know if anyone would watch it, though, if it wasn't him.
3: Yeah, it's like, um, yeah, Harrison Ford is very open about how he's like, this is my character. Like, it's funny. Yeah, we talk I... about how we can't imagine any other Tony Stark besides Robert Downey Jr. And stuff like that. But even Robert Downey Jr., I don't think he really owns Tony Stark in the way that Harrison Ford... Owns. I
2: mean, let's say this: the original Hulk in the Marvel Cinematic Universe
3: was a different actor.
2: Was Edward Norton?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. It's okay to move on sometimes.
1: Well, and like James Bond has been two oh, yeah. different actors.
3: That's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Again, I don't. I just
1: think at this point. I would want to see an Uncharted movie instead of an Indiana Jones movie. And they're so close that, like, I don't need another Indiana Jones. That can be a historical piece and then give me just ripoffs of Indiana Jones that are new characters and yeah. halfway original.
3: Yeah. I don't know. I, I have no personal connection to Indiana Jones. I actually don't like the movies very much. Sorry. Is that Sackler-Ridges?
1: Yes. I've seen the first sure one and I thought it was okay.
3: But that's about it.
1: The Holy Grail's in the movie. It's a Christian movie. It's because so. I
3: it's because I didn't grow up with it, honestly. <laughs> that's why people like it. It's because they grew up with it. That's true. So I didn't grow up with it, and therefore I'm not a huge fan of it. And no one likes a crystal skull, so that's one thing. What if yeah. Shia LaBeouf comes back? Dude, that'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. I... Has <sighs> he acted in anything? Um, Since then?
1: Yeah. Mm, probably. Or just recently.
3: He's gone. Eagle
1: Eye was his best movie, and I'm really sad that he stopped because Eagle Eye was so good. Yeah, it was a movie where he's it was Chalobah, and then he, um, I don't remember. He's like a spy or something, or not. He's not a spy himself, but he gets caught up in like the spy espionage stuff. But he comes to find out that everything is networked, uh, and Matrix? so he goes and tries to destroy Eagle Eye, which is this military computer that tracks like all cameras. Like throughout the city mm-hmm. and all the cell phones and everything is connected. This yeah. is really cool.
3: But yeah, if you're a huge Indiana Jones fan, maybe this is great news for you. That's yeah. that's great. Yeah, I don't know what to say about that. Again, I just I don't have a personal connection to Indiana Jones, and
1: they should CGI Harrison Ford to look young, and then he finds uh, old Harrison
3: Ford. sounds. And that's gross. the rose. <laughs> CGI? I find it gross when people are cgi to look younger. What was it? It's the uh, yeah. trailer for Gemini, I believe. That's the one with Will Smith. I'm really excited about that, too. No, I think it looks good. Okay, I actually yeah. think, no, no, no. I don't think it looks like a bad movie, but it legitimately freaks me out a little bit, the younger Will Smith. Yeah. It, it makes me a little bit sick. It still looks like a good movie. I think it's really interesting, like the concept I and everything. I love that everyone's
1: just saying it's Will Smith versus the Fresh Prince which admittedly would be a better movie, but. That
3: would be awesome, actually. <laughs> so, no, I'm not saying that movie looks bad. I'm saying that CGI-ness is uncomfortable to me, but. And cool. I would hate to see it on Harrison Ford. I think that'd be even worse. Ugh. Anyway, that's our movie news. So. Cool.
1: I saw a couple more movies. LJ's gonna be really proud of me. Two more movies, but they're connected. Oh my
3: gosh, did you forget?
1: Like How about Will Smith versus Genie Will Smith? That's what LJ just said. Uh, so uh, LJ will be proud of me. I watched John Wick and John Wick 2 this week. Okay. Yeah, run it up. They're fun. They are lots of lots of people dying. Like, that's just kind of his thing, is he just very systematically uh, kills people. There's, like, story behind it. He's not just, like, a mass murderer. Yeah. There's reasons for it. Um. Literally, there's the joke about the dog that don't make him mad. Don't mess with his dog. I mean, that's basically the. Uh-huh. They give a little bit of a reason why not to mess with his dog. But um I don't know. They're cool. I'm definitely more into like superhero, bigger effects where this is kind of more of a choreographed thing to watch. And it's cool because of the choreography of it all. Um I found it fun. But I think it's definitely one of those movies that reminds me of like the stuff my dad would watch the action movies of like the 90s and stuff. Yeah. Um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It was it was fun. And the second one is very colorful. That was really cool to see. Um, but yeah, I don't know. They're movies. I don't know if I'm as stoked about them as LJ is, but I, I'm i not going to bash them I do like that they're rated R and there's no nudity. That's always like really cool to me when I see movies that do that because usually if a rated R movie is rated R, then it they just like do it because they can. And it doesn't actually add up the story. Yeah, uh, and they could have easily done so in this, and they didn't. So, they have one nude scene that they do tastily. You don't see anything. I was like, good on you, people.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
1: Cool. I almost forgot about that. I'm glad I did. not We can talk about TV. What TV shows have you guys
2: been watching? Shows, got nothing? Uh, nailed it season three.
1: Sweet nailed it
2: <laughs> yeah cooking show where they
1: oh okay yeah yeah
2: give them these crazy things to try to make and of course nobody can right i remember now that's yeah, funny
3: that's awesome what um, about you Shelley? yeah i finished steins that's cool. a really good show it's a really where can good you anime? watch that at huh
1: like is it can you get that on vrv
3: i think it's on hulu hulu
1: i believe I Hulu. Who knew
3: on that? Um,
1: but I've just started using Hulu.
3: Okay, I, I think it's on there. But God, that's a really—it's one of my favorite anime. I didn't I even know there was anime on Hulu. I think it's one of my favorite anime. I—I I think it's fair well, to say that that is a really good show. I love the characters. I love the concepts. Um, it really—it's really trippy, but trippy in a good way. So and yeah, I don't know. I really, really enjoyed watching it. And there is a visual novel. I think that actually came out first. I believe what I heard is that there's the visual novel and then they made this anime that has one of the endings from the visual I don't know if it's the best ending, worst ending, whatever. But one of the endings. Um it's a very I mean, it's a nice ending, so I don't know. I-, I liked the ending. I guess that's what I'll say. I, I appreciate the ending, but okay. I don't really know the deep connections it has with the visual novel, but it's I watched it subtitled because they have a lot of funny jokes that only really make sense if it's like that they-, they they talk in English act or they try to speak English a couple times and it's like really funny. Um, but okay. at the same time, some of the things they say, I can imagine it being really funny hearing it in English, so I may just go back and watch it again someday, just (laughs) watching it dubbed, and see if it's good. Because I've heard it's also good, but this one specific scene that even if you're gonna watch the show dubbed, you need to go watch that scene in Japanese. I don't really know how to describe it without a lot of spoilers, but... Okay. Anyway. If you look it up, I think it's like a famous scene. Where it's like... Just type in, I am mad scientist, Steinsgate, and you can probably find...
1: Probably find it? Okay. Yeah. okay. And it doesn't Maybe. have
3: any... Like, I actually saw that clip before I watched any of the show at all. It gave me no spoilers or anything, so Cool. it's just really funny. It does have language, just a little bit, though, so that's all.
1: Sweet. I'll check it out. Yeah. It sounds fun.
3: Do it. Really good show.
1: It reminded me that I watched another
3: movie, oh but my. it was just your name. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine.
1: I watched Your Name with a friend who said, so we were trying to get her, show her some geeky things because she really likes geeky things and like has never been exposed to it at all. So I mentioned anime and she was like, that's probably where I draw the line. I'm probably not going to like anime. I was like, well, let's watch Your Name and see what you think of Your Name. And of course she loved it. Mm -hmm. And then we watched just one episode of Full Metal Alchemist and now she's been watching that by herself. There
3: we go. Those are the (laughs) gateway, gateway. (laughs) to anime land definitely
1: and then it's hard because we didn't have a podcast last week so i'm missing like there's a bunch of stuff that i've done i was wondering why i had so much content today uh the other show that the show that i'm watching that i am four seasons into already and i think i've only watched about a week of it is vikings and it is not as good as last kingdom i'll say that publicly but it's really really good and there's more of it than last kingdom so Step up, Last Kingdom. Uh Ragna, the main character, reminds me a lot of utrid from the Last Kingdom. They're very like pompous. He has this he's a really great actor too. I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, but he's very expressive with his face, which you don't see in a lot of like TV show acting, especially. There are certain things, scenes where it'll just be complete silence, it'll just be his reaction to something. Um or to be someone talking and he won't respond to it. You'll just kind of, like, see the way that he's... He won't respond to it vocally. You'll see the way that he's responded to it um, through his facial expressions. It's super, super good. Also, another show... where There's a lot of sex in Vikings, but they don't show it because it's a History Channel TV show. There's no nudity. Uh, or at least, you know, explicit nudity. So it's all, and like, so I implied? Think Yeah, implied or like, you know, you see someone's back, you never see their front, that kind of thing. Um, But it kind of pushed that argument to the wayside that Game of Thrones or something needs to show you the nudity to set the stage for what's going on. Uh, This show does a really great job of proving that wrong. Like, there's a lot of sex in this and they're not ever showing anything. Uh, Yeah, also... Everyone speaks different languages, which is really cool. So like you hear everything in English when you're watching, but they say if they go to like someone who doesn't speak their language, then you'll hear that language. Even if it's English, they'll use Anglo-Saxon. And then after you get two people that speak the same language, it goes back to like American English or, you know, normal, what we understand. Oh, interesting. The way they do that is super tasteful. It's really cool to see it. You'll have them both speaking two different languages and then it'll hit and you'll be able to understand what's happening again. Really enjoy the way they do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little addicted. I've been watching it. I I told my wife because she wasn't interested in the first episode that I would watch it while she's like working and it would be kind of just this thing that I do, Um, you know, just kind of watch it when I have some free time and she's not with me to watch something else. And she's kind of stuck because I'm just been plowing through this show. And I'm like, can I watch it? And she's like, yeah, it's fine. And I'm like, okay, cool, because I need to know what happens next. <laughs> it's really, really good. How many
3: seasons are there?
1: I am on season four and I think there's one more, but season four has like 20 episodes. Oh, Most okay. of them have like eight or nine. And they're hour-long episodes. Dang. Um, So I think there's five episodes and from what I read, I don't think that the show has ended yet.
3: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, don't hold me to that. It might be on its last season, but I think it's um I think it's still going. And it's real good. And I'm trying to make sure that that's all that I actually watched. I think that's That's all that I watched. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. We'll get into the TV news. We talked about PlayStation Productions last podcast, a couple weeks ago. The first show that they're kind of announcing is Twisted Metal, which makes a lot of sense. Why? Why does it make sense?
2: Right. That that was never much of a story game. There's a ton of lore. Each character's got its own little, I don't know, like Death Race. You were type, a car so. that... Yeah.
1: You had a, you, Each car had a driver, and each driver had a story behind why they were joining
2: the tournament and stuff. Yeah. You're <laughs> not a fan, Joe? I don't like David Jaffe's stuff at all except for God of War, and I only like it because somebody else took it out of his hands. Okay, that's fair.
1: I liked Sweet Tooth. I don't know. As a kid, I definitely shouldn't have been playing that game, but I was. I was a, and I was a Mr. Grimm. Mr. Grimm? He had—who had the El Camino?
2: I'm trying to remember. No, wait, it wasn't Mr. Grim. I liked that's I'm trying to think of what the other ones were now.
1: Yeah, I don't even know. Great. I can Who had the, the El Camino's trips. who I drove all the time? Either way. Yeah. Oh, Mr. I'll motorcycle. It out. Okay. I don't know. I the game was fun when I was a kid and like probably shouldn't have been playing it. Um, yeah. Yeah. But- <laughs> But it was like Death Race before Death Race became a thing. So I think it could be a show. I think you can see that turning into a thing. I definitely want to see the movies that PlayStation Productions makes. I'm way more interested in that than I am. These TV shows. Horizon Zero Dawn specifically. And then we got some Netflix news. Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance. Trailer's come out for that. It's a mix of CGI and puppets. Oh. and I think the puppeteering is really cool like the CGI doesn't look is it Jim Henson? same th- I, yeah same thing same Dark Crystal it's a prequel to the original Dark Crystal and wait LJ the person that I drove was a preacher I would that would have been so far from my mind at that point in my life it's kind of cool <laughs>
2: Looking back on it, I'm trying to think, Roadkill or Pit Viper? Yes, he
1: was twisted. He was twisted, though. Oh, of course he was. He was driving cars and killing people.
2: Thumper was Thum- the El Camino. Who was? Thumper. Thumper.
1: Okay. Um. Anyways, back to Dark Crystal. It looks good. I literally have no idea what's going on in the trailer, though, and I guess maybe I need to watch Dark Crystal, but I can't imagine that that movie is held up enough for me to want to watch it, so... Well, uh, we'll see, I guess. And then also Netflix news, something that I'm super stoked about, Russo Brothers, who did Infinity War, Endgame, uh, Civil War as well. All those Avengers things. Their next project is a anime based on Magic the Gathering. That seems like a very
2: odd thing to pick. I think it's magical.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't seem like them at all animated not anime okay yeah there's well, a difference exciting. between i want it that. to be anime i don't i don't have any knowledge of magic the gathering i have a friend who loves it i have st- uh, been at a house that a guy and i never met the guy that owned the house which is really weird he had a roommate we hung out with the roommate but he literally sold his magic cards to buy the house outright i believe wow. it yeah that mm-hmm. was really crazy yeah, one of my friends. And then you still had
3: sorry, one of my friends uh, oh, yeah, you're good. works at a as a like a video game. No, sorry, not video game shop, but like a board game shop. And her job is like organizing magic cards, selling magic cards, helping people learn how to play magic. So she's just mm-hmm. like a magic wizard. She's just so good. <laughs> it's really fun.
1: Yeah. I've never gotten into it, uh just because I was in like Yu Gi Oh in like middle school. And then I had a couple of cards that were worth money to me like it was 150 was one of the cards um it's middle school me thought i was rich and i washed them in the law lo- like the washing machine oh no and i never picked up a card game again i was done i was devastated man
2: you were irresponsible and it cost you a lifetime of joy <laughs> yes <laughs> basically <laughs> um
1: but I- my friends love Magic the Gathering, and it's got a lot of cool lore from what he's told me. Just picked up little things. Um, it's got all the story to all these little cards, and each—I don't know if they call them seasons or whatever, but additions come out, and then they're always, like, themed around a world piece. So, I'd be interested, especially since the Russos are attached. Uh, and then this is kind of old news at this point, but I want, thought it was still worth mentioning. There was a trailer for Picard, and it—I mean— it exists. That's all I can really tell you. It doesn't... There's nothing about it that is Star Trek except for Picard's name. Yeah. Like, he's on a farm. It's, like, the least Star Trek-y. Like, it's
2: the most removed... <laughs> that, that just sets up a joke in my mind, though. Like, we've got to plant the corn. Let's go so.
3: <laughs> That's so funny. That was a good joke. M- make it so- <laughs> <laughs>
1: I get lucky it's every like now the and then. like least sci-fi looking... He looks look like he's in like a winery or something. I don't know. <laughs> he's obviously retired. There are no spaceships. <laughs> I I need to know more to be interested. I guess that's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll go from that. That's our TV news to uh, an email that we're not going to read outright. But basically, uh, the basis of the email was, hey you guys don't know a lot about comics to which we go, no, we don't. Um, it was brought up like last year at some point that, uh, we could probably be a little bit more versed. And I think back then we were like, yeah, we should get better at reading comics and stuff, but it's so daunting. Like there's so many comics out there and they're released weekly. Um, and so, yeah, I'll admit that it's definitely a weak point for me and there's just no way that I could, uh, keep up with it to that point. But we did want to shout out um Love Thy Nerd. They have the pullist and
2: with Hector Marai who's been on this podcast. Yeah, he's yeah. a bro. Yeah. Yeah. The, so yeah, we definitely have a gap in our knowledge. We know that we do we can't really cover that gap at this point. But Hector, and and I can't remember who else is on that podcast with him, but they can totally cover you over there at LTN. Yeah. Yeah, comics. they're
3: really passionate about comics. Whereas if, I think, I think it's safe to say that if we were just to randomly start picking up comics just for this podcast, it'd be a little bit shallow. Like, when we talk mm-hmm. about things, it's because we're passionate about it. Um, yeah, we so. wouldn't be
2: able to give it... Uh, justice, I don't the think. The attention it deserves, right? For sure. Mm-hmm.
3: That's definitely how I, I feel, at least. Comic
1: knowledge is definitely like like with Mysterio in Spider-Man. I was like, I don't know much about Mysterio, so I went and Wikipedia'd his information, and Mysterio is a very prominent character in the Spider-Man universe uh, within the comics, and I wouldn't have known that. Like, it's just I don't know. I love the movies. I think the movies are great, and I love talking about them. Oh, yeah. And that's definitely like My geeky thing is those movies, but I don't know as much about the comics as I should. Green Lantern is a really great example. I remember making my friend Furious, and this will probably make this email writer um, a little annoyed as well. I watched the Green Lantern movie, and I was like, you know what? I don't think it was that bad. And then the next day, I had a graphic novel of the origin story for Green Lantern uh, in my hand and realized the mistake I was making by liking that movie because... Uh, the written comic is definitely way, way better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just don't, I don't know those things. Um, so yeah, I don't know.
3: Yeah, it's interesting speaking about um, movies, superhero movies specifically, like because of MCU becoming so big as, and even DC, like superhero movies now are way different than they used to be. I would say. I think in the past they were definitely aimed towards those who had read the comics. And I think it's grown into entirely different beasts now. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously references to the comics, obviously some similarities to, to, you know, characters and things that happen in the comics. Obviously, they're not going to get away from that. But it's to this point where, at least exactly like, I think of Endgame, I think of Infinity War, and I think about those movies, how so many of my friends who have never read any of the comics, love those movies and just, like, love the MCU. Um, but I do think there was a time in which, like, oh, I wouldn't see a super... Like, if you would, you would only go see a superhero movie if you already know about that character, if you already read about him in the comics, and then you would watch because it's like, oh, I'm going to see my you know, favorite character on the big screen. I just... I don't know. I think there's been a shift. I think it's been a really big shift, and I think it has to do with how big the MCU has got, specifically. So...
1: yeah. Yeah, I will say this, um, and this might be a little, I don't know, um, abrasive, but I, I want people to know that like you don't have to know every single thing about something to enjoy it, and I think that, like, fandoms, we, can, we get really serious about our fandoms um, and things that we care about. Very possessive. Because we care yeah. about them.
2: Yeah. Um, we, we try to cover everything we can with Geeks Under Grace, but... In particular with the podcast podcasting, we just, we're a four-person crew and and only three of us record a week.
1: Yeah. I just mean, like, people in general, like, for all listeners, I don't want anyone to ever think, like, oh, I can't actually, I'm not, like, able to put that much time into something, so I can't, there is no entry point for me. Like, like the things that you like, guys. hmm Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I think that comics in general, as far as Geeks and Grace, we could be stronger not just on the podcast but in general mm-hmm. um and that's something that we've been kind of working on over the last i don't know quite a while now we've known that it's a spot that we need to work on cool What are you guys geeking out about anything else this week
3: graduation this whoa oh yeah that's cool I'm graduating on saturday that's not really awesome. geeky, but it's a very significant point in my life, so I thought I would share.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's super cool. You can geek out about that.
3: Guess so. Yeah. Next time you hear me on the podcast, I will be out of college. Thank good.
2: What is happening? <laughs> yeah,
1: well, I was going to mention I went to the Renaissance Festival. Oh yeah, last Monday, uh, and that was a lot of fun. Really good time. I didn't eat any turkey legs, though. Boo. You failed. Yeah. I did have a scotch egg (laughs) Oh. dressed up as a barbarian. Sweet. What's a scotch egg? A scotch egg is, I think they fry it, but it looks like a hard-boiled egg. And then, so the way that they make them, it is a hard-boiled egg. You hard boil the egg, and then you wrap it in sausage. And then you bread that sausage. And then you deep-fat fry it.
3: Dude, I'd I'd have a bite of that.
2: Probably one bite, but. Yeah, that sounds good.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, they're awesome. Um anytime you go to a Renaissance Festival, they should have one. Like I'm super thirteen hours away from the last Renaissance Festival I'd gone to, and they have the same Scotch eggs. So
0: Dang. Yeah.
1: I don't know. It was a good time. I love Renaissance Festivals. If you haven't gone to one, you should definitely check it out. Joe, were you geeking out about anything else? Oh, no, that covers it. Cool. Oh, I, I, have, I have I oh. have been
2: listening, I guess I should say. I have been listening to Brandon Sanderson's um Stormlight oh. Archive.
3: <gasps> Joe, you're becoming one of us. I'm so happy.
2: <laughs> I, uh, I'm i to the point where... Man, I don't even know how to say this without giving anything away, but, like, Kaladin's in a bridge crew.
3: Yes.
2: Okay, that's where I'm at.
3: Awesome, dude. As <laughs> so. long as... I think, honestly, it's... I think like, the first one or two chapters are usually, like... If you like this style of writing, if you like what this guy's doing, then you're going to love the rest of what he does. But if you don't like that style of writing, you don't like that, then you should just stop right there. But the fact that you've gone this far, yeah.
2: I was like, it took me a few chapters to get over the hump.
3: Mm Mm-hmm, totally.
2: But I'm listening to it on audiobook, and so I've only got like 40 more hours of... Oh, totally. ...book one. Book one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I've got about 150 hours of content left.
3: Thank goodness. Oh, it's worth it, though. Like, you'll be with me and LJ and... All those other Stormlight Archive fans. It so is, I just it got, like, is really. Cody.
2: It's a really yeah. neat world that that he's building.
3: Oh, it's so in depth, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. Someday, I don't even Maybe. know.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> That's very
1: exciting. Joe, where can they find you at?
2: So you can find me on Twitter at Jono's Games and back on Twitch at Joe Knoweth Games. Cool. And Shelley.
3: You can find me on Twitter at TheShellShock24, and you can find me playing Shadow Mordor Tuesday nights on the Twitch Geeks on a Grace channel.
1: Cool. And you can find me on Twitter at CodyArmor. Uh, I love tweeting with you guys. I'm trying to get more into Twitter. And then uh, on Twitch.tv slash Geeks on a Grace on Saturdays, I am still playing Sonic 06 for some reason. Nice.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Still going. And I regret every minute of it. But... <laughs> it's you're you're creating content yeah it's cool to hang out with everybody i love getting to talk with people. please keep me company because talking to people during those load screens is the only thing that streams got going for me (laughs) there's lots of load screens in a sonic game oh dude i messed up this piece and you have so you have the loading screen out of like failing and then he goes hey you messed up loading screen back to the normal open world prompt to get back into the mission loading screen and then you can play that mission again <sighs> can't go fast <laughs> yeah it's anyways uh on saturdays at five o'clock is time keep gaming keep praying and god bless
2: bye go fortune game
1: We're listening.
2: It's on.